Our final stop on this mini-series on theme parks, we look to Florida for pixie dust and wizardry. In the theme park capital of the world, Orlando is the focus of episode 42, and it starts now. Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, Danny. the go-to podcast for families on the move. Hey friends, I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 42 of the Family Vacationer. Now, before we get started, do us a favor and hit subscribe so you're with us for every single episode. Now, you can also follow us for more content on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So, it is impossible to talk about theme parks and not talk about Orlando. That's right. So, with so much to see and do, this can be a wonderful family vacation. Now, Rob and I are going to go over everything that's new in the city. Let's get it going, Rob. All right. So let's stay in the world of Legos for a little bit. We did Legoland New York last episode. We're going to move to Legoland Florida. And a quick backstory here. Legoland Florida occupies the site of the former Cypress Gardens. If you remember all the uh, the water ski with the pyramids, you know, and the old 50s bathing suits. Oh, yeah. Ever seen it? Yeah. All right. So well, like, that was like fun. Jaws 2 or something. <laughs> not, not quite Jaws 2, but a little before that. But uh, I hear you. Also, the botanical gardens were also one of the park's draws, as well as water skiing shows. Mm -hmm. So, Legoland Florida has actually kept both. The water skiing shows have evolved, and now, new to 2021, Brickbeard's Water Sports Stunt Show, which which features water stunts, uh, wakeboarding, barefoot skiing, jump axe, and the iconic ski pyramid. Does Uh, barefoot skiing... Scare anybody else? I, I'm not sure. I've seen do that. people do it. I, I'm just not. Uh, I'm not built for that, Dan. I got to be honest. <laughs> I'm just thinking more of the how hot you're. Wouldn't it be a lot of friction going on there on your feet? I don't know. Kind of a. It's, I don't know. I don't. We, we should investigate I mean, that. I tell you what. No. I mean, you're in the water, so you cool. Keep your feet cool. We're gonna take a video camera out, and we're gonna let you try barefoot skiing, and we're gonna put that up on uh, on YouTube. On America's Funniest Videos, you say. <laughs> Well, that could work. Because I will definitely crash. <laughs> all right. Well, this show also features an all-new flyboard act. Have you seen these, Dan? They, the water. No. They have like a big tube, right, that's in the water. And oh, yeah. The water gets sucked up, and, sh- and and that's what actually propels the board. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another one that I would it's never like, try. Uh, it's like we jetpacks. Yes, like, with water. With yes. water. Exactly. That looks actually pretty fun. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one to you, too. A new female pirate is debuting in this show, Calico Jade. She has been Ooh. recruited to Brickbeard's crew. Okay. It's rumored, we can't prove this, but it's rumored she defeated the largest sea creature ever seen all by herself. Hmm. Cool, right? That is cool. Speaking of pirates, Legoland has opened another resort hotel on property, just 130 kid steps from Legoland called Pirate Island Hotel. The rooms offer kids their own sleeping area and are definitely a sight to behold. If you think a 10-year-old's dream bedroom, that's yeah. what the rooms in this hotel look like. It's awesome. That sounds amazing. All right. Let's move on to SeaWorld in Orlando. Now, the first thing that's new will be one of the first things that you actually notice. SeaWorld has completely reimagined the entrance lighthouse as you walk into the park. Now, this 50-foot beacon was hand-painted by five artists over a period of 13 days. The mural features a total of 16 sea animals in a vibrant watercolor look. And at sunset, 
the tower is illuminated with a black light to give you that different, exciting look there. Anytime you can bring out the black light, I'm all for it. Oh, definitely. Except in a hotel room. You don't want to want to see what's ooh. really there. Oh, no. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the listeners are saying, why did you have to say that? Ignorance right. is bliss. That's right. Uh, okay, so, you know, one of the guest favorites has been given a complete makeover, and that's the Shark Encounter. So the Shark Encounter now offers new floors, lights, and interpretive displays, along with a brand new Habitats that feature lionfish, yes, that's a thing, Caribbean fish, lobster, and moray eels. Yeah, except for the last part of that. That sounds like a good lunch. I'm telling you, anyway. that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> can, we, can we select fried or grilled? <laughs> Maybe it's attached to a restaurant where you point. No, that's, that's not true. <laughs> again, you and I have to take everything back to food yes. because here it comes again. Yes, we do. You know that food is never far from our conversation so obviously new for 2021 is get this altitude burgers juicy ground beef burgers grilled chicken and hearty pizzas are all being offered at this new stop it's located next to wild arctic and glacier bar now there's an all-new Edie's ice cream parlor it's located next to the dolphin nursery and an all-new Lakeside Grill located next to Oyster's Secret. This location offers a Mediterranean-inspired menu, including turkey burgers, kebabs, falafel, and Mediterranean nachos. I don't know what Mediterranean nachos are, but I, if you look, if healthy. you go online and look, it looks fantastic. I have no idea what's yeah. in it, but it looks really good. Yeah. Well, you know, Mediterranean grills is actually supposed to be pretty healthy. Yeah. So. Not bad. All right. So I'm sure they had co- cheese, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> what's a nacho without cheese? All right. So for the, uh, the coaster enthusiast, the brand new roller coaster icebreaker has a 2021 anticipated opening. So this coaster is SeaWorld's first launch coaster, and it features four airtime filled launches, both backwards and forwards, culminating in a reverse launch into the steepest non-vertical drop in Florida. And it is a whopping 93 feet tall spike with a 100-degree angle. Yikes. I'm no mathematician, Dan, but that sounds... You can go on to SeaWorld's website, and they have like a virtual example of the roller coaster. Yeah, I don't recommend going to any of the above restaurants before the icebreaker. (laughs) The people behind you will not appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, I love coasters, man. I got to tell you, but when you throw the hype business into it, I, I don't do as well. 93 feet tall spike. I don't know, man. Well, this, it's, this one and to it, like it propels you forward and then backward yeah. and then drops you. And uh, it's, yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking of coasters, I'm excited about this one. Let's move over to universal mm-hmm. studios, Florida. Where we have to talk first and foremost about the Velocicoaster in Jurassic World. Mm. June 10th, 2021 is the first day you can ride this incredible looking coaster. Now, the coaster will reach speeds of up to 70 miles an hour, mm-hmm. sending riders along 4,700 feet of track. All right, this is where it gets crazy. <laughs> the coaster features a top hat that will propel riders 155 feet in the air before plummeting. On an 80-degree drop. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay, as is the case with a lot of new rides popping up, this coaster will have an original story that's based on the Jurassic World franchise. You'll also see characters from the film that'll be featured either in the queue or in the ride. Now, I love that Universal is stepping up its coaster game. Along with Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, Universal's really showing the commitment to balance out all the rides that were dependent on the screen technology. Yeah. That's my one thing that, you know, I have an issue with with Universal is every ride for a while it just seemed like it was screen based, right? Yeah, right, right. But with Hagrid's and now Velocicoaster, I think they're they're really really kicking it up a notch. So the theming the, the theming's yeah, well, also great on the ride. Now does the screen thing bother you? Well, let's see. Spider-Man that ride? No. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons ride. I got nauseous, and I don't typically get nauseous. Right, right. I did not like that one at all. That was herky-jerky. And then Transformers was kind of somewhere in the middle. The Jimmy Fallon ride, I could take it or leave it. wasn't that exciting. So I'm I'm all about the coaster, so I'm, I'm excited about this one. Although, <laughs> the drop, I'm you know, kind of on the fence yeah. about. Right. I don't know. It, I'd like to see video of this before I go and check it out. They've been testing it yeah. for a while. So, yeah, I've seen video, and it, it looks pretty amazing. So, awesome. w- One of the biggest news items for Universal won't really have any bearing on 2021, but it's still pretty big news regardless. Before the pandemic, and we covered it here on The Family Vacation, if you remember, if you've listened to us for a while, Universal Studios announced a new theme park called Epic Universe. Now, this park won't actually be connected to the other two, but it'll be right behind the Icon Park in Orlando, if you're familiar with the area, kind of close to the convention center. Now, the pandemic put the massive project on hold, with Universal actually saying the project was paused indefinitely. However, Universal's recently said the project is back on. For those of you that aren't familiar, Epic Universe was originally introduced as a park with multiple lands, with each having their own section of intellectual properties. Think Harry Potter, Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to have a hotel, eatery, shopping district. We're all part of this new park. So no new information was presented to clarify if the scope of the project will remain the same. If it'll be smaller, bigger. We don't know a lot about that. They really haven't given an opening date yet as they've just started kind of back yeah. into the project. Um, still, this is exciting news for the Orlando area yeah. and for theme park enthusiasts alike. Uh, in, you know, talking about Harry Potter, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Rob, but I recently discovered, if you're a big Harry Potter fan, I recently discovered that there is actually a Harry Potter wand that you can buy that is a Bluetooth device. Yes, we purchased one. You did? Well, I purchased one for my son. No way. And how did it work? I I was thinking how cool that would be just to wave your wand and your TV does something. Well, so here's the thing with with Universal Studios. There is the parks, Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, and then there's the Harry Potter world for both of them. It can be not so crowded in the parks and until you step foot into Harry Potter world. Yeah. And it's like wall to wall. So we buy the wand. And so there's certain areas where you perform some deal with the wand and something happens. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem when it's really crowded is you have a difficult time. That's just another line to wait in. So my son, yeah, yeah. you know, not having a ton of patience. Mm-hmm. We did one or two, and he's like, "Okay, let's just let's just go on." So, 
I mean, it's a great souvenir, and it's it's something that you can bring back to the park. And if if you're a really big Harry Potter fan, it's really cool. Yeah, because um, we saw people in the robes and the scarves and the whole getup. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool area. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move over to Walt Disney World. You know, 2021 is the 50th anniversary of both the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Now, while some of the festivities have been changed due to the pandemic, which affects everything, I think it's fair to say that the public can expect plenty of Disney magic. Now, let's start with the things that we know are still on board for 2021. What do you got, Rob? All right, so let's move over to Walt Disney World. We know that 2021 is the 50th anniversary of both the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And while we know that some of the festivities have been changed due to the pandemic, which has to ruin everything, I think it's fair to say that you know the public can expect plenty of Disney magic. So let's start with the things that we know are still on board for 2021. First of all, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. The France Pavilion will be receiving an imported favorite. Similar to the popular 4D ride Ratatouille the Adventure that opened at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris, guests will shrink to Remy's size and scurry to safety within Gusteau's legendary Parisian restaurant. So it was due to open summer 2020, but the opening was delayed, of course, and, and will now debut October 1st. 2021, just in time for the anniversary. Now, also expected to open in the expanded France Pavilion is La Creperie de Paris, a brand new creperie which serves savory and sweet crepes along with table service and quick service dining options also. It features a menu from celebrity chef Jérôme Bocuse. All right. Now, the reimagined main entrance to Epcot is actually currently in progress. Now, this area includes new pathways, green spaces, and a reimagined fountain. Expect more redevelopment between Spaceship Earth and the World Showcase. Now, some things that no longer have opening dates but are still exciting include the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be one of the world's longest enclosed coasters featuring a new ride system that rotates, get this, 360 degrees, and a unique story set in the Guardians universe. So if you are a Guardian fan, man, look out. This is it, man. That one looks crazy. Yeah, my family's going to love this. All right. Up next is the Play Pavilion in the former Wonders of Life location. It's slated to be a first-of-its-kind play area including an interactive city where guests can interact with Disney characters. That's cool. Yep. Harmonious is the new main lagoon show. It takes the place of Epcot forever. It's promised to be the largest nighttime spectacular ever created for a Disney park. And I have a hard time grabbing that concept. Yeah. But really. it sounds, yeah. So guests have uh, been able to catch a glimpse of some of the, the massive set pieces, let me tell you, one of which is in place now as a fountain during the day. These things are humongous. It's, it's oh, going to yeah. be interesting. It's lasers and these wow. huge pieces that are you know going to shoot off fireworks. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, if you've seen the night shows already there, it's it's pretty awesome anyway. So it's this fair is no be, expense, for sure. <laughs> you got that right. Now, the space-themed restaurant, Space 220, is still under construction, but will eventually offer guests the opportunity to dine in a space station. <laughs> space station-themed table service restaurant, 
that will feature a special elevator entrance that'll make you feel like you're traveling to space in real time. Now the restaurant will be located next to Mission Space appropriately. Have you Finally. have you do you yeah. like Mission Space, Dan? I I do. I people tend to love it or hate it. <laughs> I love it. I've been on both green and orange. Yeah. I can take I can take both, to yeah. be honest. But I'm I don't like necessarily pushing it. So <laughs> I kind of sit with green unless my kids are like, no nah, man, let's go orange. So I wonder if this elevator is gonna be anything like mission space. And are <laughs> no. you gonna want to eat when you get up to, you know to your to your table? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It can't be too bad. Right, right. They still want you to eat, so <laughs> yeah. So and they probably don't want to have to clean up a whole lot after. Right, you. right, right. Yeah, so finally, Journey of Water. This is inspired by Moana. It's planned. It's a planned walkthrough attraction, and it lets guests interact with magical living water in a beautiful and inspiring setting. So no dates for those, but plenty of excitement coming down the pipeline. That's right. So over in the Magic Kingdom, the building of the Tron Light Cycle Run, it'd be hard to miss if you were going into the park. But it's looking like the pandemic will put off the debut of this exciting ride that's an import from Shanghai Disney until 2022. Jungle Cruise and Splash Mountain are both slated to be rethemed with the latter using a princess and the frog theme. Oh, yeah. All right. So the resorts are also expecting a new member, and this is probably the coolest thing coming to Disney World. Yeah. It's the Star Wars themed hotel, the Galactic Star Cruiser. So yes. it's not as much a hotel or resort as it is an immersive experience where you're allowed to spend the night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be transported above to the starship Halcyon where guests will become a citizen of the galaxy and everything will be part of a storyline. So it's three days and two nights of an immersive experience where you're actually part of a storyline. And I think there is actually, I think you go into the, uh, Galaxy's Edge area as well. Mm -hmm. So that seems extremely exciting. If you've seen pictures of it, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Moving along, there is the Polynesian Village Resort, which will reopen in July of 2021 with a new monorail station and with new mm -hmm. looks in the rooms that are influenced by Moana. Yeah. And I will be there in September. Polynesian. Nice. I'm excited about that. We'll, have to, we'll definitely have to get a report from, from there. Yeah, you know, I'll be doing some footage. We'll throw it on the YouTube channel, and uh, you guys can check it out. We'll be doing a tour, my girls and I. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, let's talk about Disney Springs. They have some new offerings there in Disney Springs. A new M&M's store, which I do not need to visit, is now open, offering up a sweet supply of chocolate candy. Now, Everglazed Donuts mm -hmm. and Cold Brew is also currently open. And they have handcrafted donuts, cold brew lattes, and coffee cocktails. Coffee cocktails. Coffee cocktails. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. What is that? What does that entail? I don't know. Check All right. <laughs> yeah. Now this one had a lot of hype. Gideon's Bakehouse. Yes. It's also open, and they have their delicious cookies. So you definitely need to check that out. The nearly half pound cookies. Yes, I said that right. <laughs> Nearly half pound cookies take 24 hours to create. So, yeah. So there's a lot going on in Orlando that even a pandemic could not stop. So, Rob, what are you most looking forward to in Orlando? The Velocicoaster and probably the Guardians Coaster at Epcot are probably my two 
two faves there. What about you? I think I got to agree with you. I, I'm just, you know, we're like I said, we're going in September. I'm just excited to check out all these new things. And, and I'm making notes myself. We're just, are, are you one of those people that has a plan step by step? Well, he, I didn't used to. Yeah. When I got married, my wife is the, I think we've talked about this before. She likes yeah, to yeah, there when the park opens yeah. and we don't leave until the park closes. She wants to get her money's right. worth. And so if you're yeah. going to do that yeah. with little guys, you got to have some, some kind of plan. So yeah, I try to yeah. plan it. I don't, you know, and as a travel agent now, I try to coach the people that, that work with me, my clients into not like over-organizing because you don't want to feel, yeah. and especially the kids don't want to feel like, okay, we did this. And then you're dragging them across the park <laughs> to right, get to right. another ride. I mean, you know, it's a vacation. You want to have fun. You're going to walk yeah. between, gosh, I think between 10 and 15,000 steps a day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So some kind of plan is good. I just try not to over plan. Are you a planner? Yeah. Well, it, it's somewhat, I, it, I do remember us talking about this now, but you know, we started out first trip. It was literally minute by minute. I mean, my wife can, she can, she's a professional organizer. So right. boy, did she have it organized. <laughs> and it was, let me tell you though, it was effective. It right. was very effective. We kicked tail in that, in that park. But um, as we've gone along and, uh, you know, Mitzi, that's been on the show with us talking about RV travel, she went with us on the next trip and, they're not as much planners. Right. So we kind of learn to take a breather and accept that it's okay to just have some fun. So we kind of go in between. One of the most freeing things for me, and this is, again, something that I try to tell my clients, if you're going, mm -hmm. the natural urge is to, you know, want to go to the park every day. Yeah. But what I try, what we did for the first time on one of our last trips was to take a, a midweek kind of like pool day. And the mm -hmm. resorts there at both Universal and yeah. Disney, they're amazing. So, you know, hang out by the pool, go visit Disney Springs mm -hmm. for a good dinner. That's where some of my favorite restaurants at, at yeah. Disney are. Or City Walk has some amazing restaurants as well. But just take that midweek break. Let everybody relax. Just play in the pool all day. Yeah. I think you'll find it's a, it's a much easier trip to take. You don't come home feeling like you need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah, that's right. And and. Especially if you're going to Wilderness Lodge or Animal Kingdom, those just hangout areas, especially yeah. I remember Wilderness Lodge, you really have to build in a day just to hang out or at least half a day just to hang out at the pool because it's so cool. Yeah. And you can resort hop. I mean, that's, you know, that's, yeah. a, we love doing that. Just kind of seeing what each of the new resorts looks like and yeah, not new resorts, but there's always something new in every resort, it seems like. And, you know, mm -hmm. Walt Disney said that these parks will never be finished. And you see that with all the updates yeah. that we've been given. Yeah. And I, I know we always go back to food, but <laughs> I, I want to encourage listeners to to really do some do your homework on the various little restaurants. You know, the, there's one next to uh, the Avatar ride. And man, is it good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just right there next to that ride. And my wife and I, last time we were there, Amber and I went and just made a special trip one night. And she had told me how good it was. And I wish I remember the name of it right off the bat, but I just thought about it. But man, it was good. So, you know, check out those little restaurants that you wouldn't typically think about and experience some international, some different kind of cuisine. It's a great experience. 
Yep, Animal Kingdom's a good good spot for that. Tusker House is another good place there. I love that. Mm-hmm. Love that yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that does it for episode 42. If you're ready to travel to Orlando to any of these amazing parks, I'd love to help you plan your trip. The landscape of the city and the attractions are ever-changing, so let me help you plan an amazing trip. Just contact me at rjones at starstufftravel.com, and let's plan your family vacation today. All right, join us in two weeks as we start a new series on bucket list locations with our first stop, Alaska. Tina Fraley joins us to talk about this beautiful state. Till next time. Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.